official first episode and I'm a little bit nervous because I can talk to people all day but to sit by myself and record myself talking it's just a tad bit weird but let's just get straight into it because I'm so excited to share this information with everyone. September is National Suicide Month, and as a mental health professional, it's important to talk about the taboo and stigmas surrounding mental health and suicide. Working with and personally knowing people affected by the suicide rate, I think it's important that we address some of the things that we can do to better support ourselves and others quietly suffering. By addressing the biggest factors, stigmas, and myths, I want to bring attention to the fact that no one has to be alone. And with that being said, the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline contact number is 1-800-273-8255. Again, 1-800-273-8255. So, about a week ago, y'all, I... I think I was just having like kind of like an emotional breakdown and um, I decided to just stop smoking weed and that only lasted for two days. Originally, I wanted to stop smoking for 11 days, but hell no, and I would never stop smoking weed again. So that led me to the question of is this addiction or a healthy coping mechanism, right? At first, I was like, I know people that's been smoking since they were teenagers and they're well into their 30s or 20s or whatever, and they've been smoking heavily from their teenage years into well into their adult years. And a part of me is like, that's really unhealthy. You haven't really known your body off the substance. But then taking my two-day break I was like now I see why they didn't take a break and I'm newly into the mental health field and I'm, I'm a new mental health professional so not smoking for those two days and then servicing others and their mental health issues was horrible that was completely horrible for my own mental health so if my own mental health is not intact how can I help someone else you know with their mental health so um I'm telling my husband and my best friend, like, I'm, because they smoke a lot, too. And I'm like, I'm done smoking, because all of y'all are some crackheads. Y'all can't even stop smoking for a week. You can't even stop smoking for a couple of days. And so I, I put myself through that bullshit for two days. And I'm like, look at you. You're a crackhead. You can't stop smoking for two days. And really, nobody is a crackhead, because weed is not a drug. It really is medicine. Now, are there people out there who would steal and kill to smoke weed, yes, that's crackhead behavior. That has nothing to do with the weed because nobody told you to steal or kill or harm somebody just to smoke. This is an expensive habit. This is my habit. I, I don't even know how much my habit costs me a week. But anybody that does any substances, drinking, smoking, shit, at this point, I'm going to say that sex is a substance and it's a drug. That's It's all costly. So if you're not being responsible and, you know, making sure your shit is taken care of and you just like, fuck it, I'm just, I'm gonna make sure I have money for weed and nothing else, then that's the issue. But actually just smoking and not, you know, taking a break, not taking a break. I wouldn't say that that's unhealthy. At first I was saying that that's unhealthy, but it's literally medicine. People literally have mental health issues. And when I say mental health, 
people are thinking about schizophrenia and bipolar disorder and anxiety and depression. I'm pretty sure that majority of us are depressed or have some form of anxiety or some form of depression with all that we've been going through with COVID and being on quarantine and wearing masks. So that's just stressful all in itself. But the mental health disorders that I'm talking about, not that you've been diagnosed professionally, but I'm saying the everyday stressors of life that causes anxiety and that causes not clinical depression, um, situational depression. There's a, a, a big difference between situational depression and clinical depression. Situational depression is just like it's said, certain situations happen and you get depressed because of it. It doesn't mean that you can't come out of it. Clinic Being clinically depressed is, how can I say this? It's way more serious than what you think it is than what I think it is. I don't think that we've been shown the difference between both. Like, I know people who are who has anxiety and I have bouts of anxiety. When I say bouts, I mean like I just get anxious in certain situations. I guess like situational anxiety, if that's even a thing. Um, just certain things cause me to have anxiety, but for people like my husband who does have anxiety and social anxiety, like I could never say that I have the same level of anxiety as him because I don't. So then that leads me back to smoking every day. How do y'all feel about that? If you've been smoking, let's say you've been smoking since you were 12 and you're now 28 and you've never taken a break. How do you guys think that, how do you think that the body will react you know, removing the medicine from your body. My only issue was if we ever came to a point where we could not smoke weed, how would we react? And my best friend was like, well, bitch, when we get there, we'll deal with that, okay? We're not going to be thinking ourselves into bad situations. I'm just always trying to experiment with some shit. But I will say that I don't think that anybody should stop smoking weed. Now, if your money is funny, then you should cut back. But to just stop cold turkey, no. Maybe to take, like, breaks. And I'm, and when I say breaks, I don't even mean stop smoking. Maybe just smoke less. A little bit. I don't, I, you know what? I don't, I just don't recommend it. But if you are a heavy smoker and you have not taken a break for whatever X amount of years and you feel like, man, I smoke a lot, I'm, tired of just smoking so much or I'm tired of just smoking so much weed I would su- I would suggest I would suggest using CBD I am someone who started smoking in college and then I quit because I had to um, look for a job so now um, in my 30s I'm like damn we spending a lot of money on weed um, what's the alternative? Because I'm like, I know that I need it though. Before I was a mental health professional, I taught for two years and that was really, that was like working in the mental health field as well. And it's even worse working with children because I feel very strongly about children. So if there's any issues going on with children, I really feel strongly about it. I feel like adults are not as sensitive as we should be when it comes to children we're not always 
um, understanding enough. We don't cater to children. We don't allow them to be themselves enough. So that shit used to bother me a lot. It was not so much as the children. It was the adults that I had to work with that made me not want to work in the education field again because I was surrounded by so many adults who just did not give a fuck about the kids and that bothered me. And I remember just being so high just to cope with that shit. Not even trying to be irresponsible and just smoking, just to smoke. But it was like, I cannot handle this emotionally. And to prevent myself from having a nervous breakdown in front of my students, I'm going to need to smoke. And so now, working in the mental health professional, in the mental health field, I'm like, why would I even think that it was smart to stop smoking? So then I started doing more research and I was like, what could potentially keep me calm um, long term? Not even long term. I don't want to use that word. What could keep me calm during the time that I need to work as a mental health professional to whereas I don't need to smoke so much weed and I don't need to keep spending so much money, right? That's when I was introduced to CBD oil. CBD oil has completely changed my life and my working experience for the better. Because, yeah, I could smoke and be super high, but then that shit gonna wear off eventually. So I need something that I could use that could keep me in a calm and relaxed state of mind so that I could better assist those in need. CBD or cannabinol is an active naturally produced compound found in the cannabis plant, also known as the marijuana plant. CBD is non-psychoactive. CBD is non-psychoactive, meaning you will not get high or feel high. What you will feel is relaxed and stress-free. That's what I feel when I put a few drops of my CBD oil in my tea. I try to make it a ritual to have a cup of tea with CBD oil before and after work. And if I really just want to get even more relaxed and go straight to bed right after work, I put a few drops in my tub. You can also rub some of the oil on your skin or some of the most painful uh, parts of your body or... You can cook with it like I did the other day. I made some salmon and I like to make sauces with all my fishes, especially salmon. So I put a few CBD drops in the sauce and I noticed that my family was nice and relaxed after dinner and quiet because that's the way that I like it. CBD has also been said to be more effective in relieving anxiety symptoms opposed to anti-anxiety medications. And so that leads me back to um, what I was talking about before in reference to National Suicide Month is alternatives that we could use to keep ourselves relaxed and stress-free. With the pandemic and dealing with everyday life, you're going to need some type of relief so that you don't go insane. So my recommendation would be, of course, (laughs) smoking weed. But if you don't want to smoke so much weed like your girl, I think that my habit is, I think it's over $200 a week. And that's a lot of money. 
I don't care if it is for medicine. That's a lot of money. So what I'm saying to you all is to try CBD oil as well. I'm about to go roll up and I think I'm going to put a little bit of CBD oil on the blunt and get ready to relax. And I hope that you all do the same. Tune in to the next episode. I cannot tell you when it will be posted. Just be on the lookout. Continue to take care of yourself. If your self-care includes THC and CBD and ABC and QRS, TUV, then do that shit.